Welcome to the Psychology World Podcast. I'm Connor Whiteley, bringing you with psychology news, articles and other interesting psychology related articles. You where I can find the podcast notes and more interesting psychology related things and you can get your free 8 psychology book box set at connorwhiteley.net. Now let's get on to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 47 of Psychology World Podcast with me, Con Whiteley. And today is the 14th of August 2020, as I recall this. And today's episode is on the ultimate stress reducer, according to psychology research. So this is so this episode is completely self-serving, but I love it. So please, please, please hang on to the content part of today's episode. Because I just think it's brilliant and I was so happy when I found it. So, so moving on to the, the news section. Okay, I'm reading from the British Psychological Society Research Digest, and there's some really good ones, and the first one I think is so true. So, people prefer strangers who share their political views to friends who don't. And believe me, this also applies to family members. <laughs> so, friendships tend to be based on some kind of shared experience. Growing up with someone, working with them, or having the same interests. Politics is an important factor too, with research suggesting that we are pretty intolerant of those with different political positions. Not an ideal starting point for a friendship. No, it's not. Oh, so I'm going off on a slight tangent to him. Um, one of my best friends in a secondary school, so that's um, high school if you're in the US, or non-UK, I think. Uh, we actually didn't talk about Brexit because we had the quite different views, and we both respected that, so we just left it at that. This can have a significant and tangible impact. One poll, for example, found that 16.4% of people who stopped talking to a family member um, or friend after Trump was elected, whilst 14.4% had blocked someone um, they cared about on social media. Oh no, that's quite tragic. So what happens when you find out a trusted friend has different politics due? They don't fare well, according to a new study. So this, I think, is actually quite bad, but... It's actually was politics, especially, I think, in this day and age, is so important. Um, I think, in my opinion, it actually comes down to how much you actually care about the offender, or yeah, the offender or family member. For example, the friend I was just telling you about, we both respected each other, and we were really good friends, so we thought, eh, let's not talk politics in front of each other, for like, yeah, for, for like, example. But there's a family member that I don't particularly like, and for good reason, but that's a very personal story. And to be honest, because nothing was because none of us are that keen on this person, we talk politics did sort of like cause a rift because there's radically different points of view to us. And then another article is how STEM fields can foster a can foster a sense of belonging for minority and first gen students. So fostering a positive identification with science is an important part of many programs trying to make STEM subjects more diverse. This is vital as underrepresented groups may be faced with cultural stereotypes about science, that scientists are mainly white men, for example. These kinds of experiences can reinforce inequalities. Government research from 2019, for example, found that girls were far less likely to see themselves as a good at science-related subjects and enjoy them less, despite outperforming their male peers in exams. Identifying as a science person might also help other groups currently underrepresented in STEM. A new study suggests that a strong scientific identity can foster belonging and help first-generation and 
black and minority ethnic university students feel more time in the classroom. So this, I think, is a massive takeaway. And, and just in case there's any people out there who don't know what STEM is, it stands for um, science, technology, engineering and maths subject. Yeah, so this I think is really important and I think the takeaway for all of us is that if we see a person from an ethnic minority or someone from any um, um, minority and if they want and if they're really interested in a science then let's encourage them to actually pursue it because I know it might sound extreme but I think it's quite possible that that one person could be, I don't know, the next Stephen Hawkins, the next um, Madame Curie and we just don't know unless these people actually go into the fields because because I can almost guarantee that when Stephen Hawkins was um, a child or a child or a teenager, he, nobody would have known what he would have become today. Like um, Albert Einstein, he was a dyslexic, so you could easily say that he's from a minority. Well, at least psychology would probably call him that. And I don't know, I just think that I, I really don't know where I'm going, but hopefully you can see my point. So I hope you've enjoyed today's psychology news section. So let's move on to the personal update. Moving on to the personal update. It's been <laughs> it's been a really, really hot week here. And even though it's nice and cool today, my bedroom is really hot. I'm going to try my speed like Yes, I'm going to try and speed this up. But as you've probably noticed, I've changed the intro and the outro for the podcast. I may go back to the previous episodes and um, update and update the intros and outros. So if you sign up for my email list at connorwhitely.net, you can get a free eight-book psychology box set, which includes all my first editions. All my first editions, which includes health psychology and research in psychology, which are the only first editions that I've actually still intact intact to be honest because all the other ones are like updated like so much and then in this box that it all yes, like it also includes the first editions of biological psychology cognitive psychology socio-cultural abnormal psychology human relationships developmental yes that's basically all of them so it's a really good uh, box set that hopefully all of you will enjoy so if you wanted to get that and also you can't get the box set anywhere else exclusive email thing and you also get a little um free email course about psychology as well so hopefully you will enjoy that so you can get all that at connorwhitely.net and on the formulation note it was this week on tuesday i finished um my new sci-fi fantasy book gathered mistress of blood and i love that story it's really really good and it's longer and it's my longest gather book yet well no actually it's my second longest it's around thirty-five thousand words so i'm really pleased that this week I've also been doing the email stuff and I've been typing up the formulation notes. So to be honest, I'm actually quite proud of myself because I've typed up about 40 sheets of that, uh, of the notes. So 40 sheets out of the um, 40 lines, so I'm really pleased with that. So I probably will start dabbling in that book next week. So I'll probably do a chapter or two. So I'm really pleased in this book. I think everyone will find helpful because if you do clinical psychology, formulation is something you do in your master's. But this is my own research based on quite a few different sources and it's all going to be explained in an easy to understand way yes so the main reason why i'm doing this is hopefully this can help all of you for example if you're a psychology student and from the podcast data that i've managed to like um, scrape together all of you are sort of like university age so hope so i think you're university students so if you read this book hopefully it will help you and say and just like set you up for your masters i don't know to be honest but hopefully this will help all of you 
And to be honest, I think it's really, really interesting because, because that usually I don't read psychology books for pleasure as such, as such, but this one I really got into. So in other words, uh, hopefully you will enjoy this. Oh yeah, and something else I wanted to ask all of you is, so you listen to this psychology podcast, the podcast, but if you listen to any other psychology podcasts, and if you want to see me as a guest, someone I would love for you to reach out to me and tell me about these podcasts. These are podcasts, so I can pitch out, and maybe I can like um pitch them to appear like as a guest. So that I would really appreciate all of you to do. And then the final thing that I want to say is is that I'm sort of batching these are podcast episodes. I've already got like the next few as like um plans. For example, you've got reframing diagnosis that's coming up. Like you've got a few like book ones, and today is actually on reading as psychology's most powerful de-stress us this i'm really looking forward to and yeah so this is a bit like self-serving <laughs> self-serving because because of today's episode episode is sponsored by my brand new series i called the fancy trilogy book yeah but i call it my winter series so these are all fancy books like you can get for winters free on all major ebook platforms and winter's hunt which is book two comes out today and then winter's revenge comes out in september so here's the blurb the fate of the world is in the hands of a broken warrior. All empires rise, then they burn. But that never should have happened to my homeland in Singard. Yet one night the coat of darkness came and burned my homeland, killed my brother and slaughtered my father, the emperor. I was forced to flee and live in exile for two years. However, the darkness is beginning to stir once more, and this time it has its sights set on the world. I cannot allow the world to fall like my home did. So it is up to me as Supreme Grandmaster Abigail Winter to travel the world once more, reunite the fractions of my father's empire and take the fight to the darkness before they take the world from the light. But as I quickly realise, it is an impossible task as everything from mercenaries to infighting to traitors will try and stop me. And that's before my family's dark secrets and the coat's true motives are revealed. Whatever happens, I will need my strength and miss my doubt. But... I cannot allow the Code of Darkness to continue their reign of terror. This series I really, really love, and hopefully you will too. So, if you enjoy um, fantasy, yes, like if you enjoy fantasy books, or if you know any people who do enjoy fantasy, then please check out Winter's Coming. That, I'll mention this again in the content part of today's section, because this does tie in perfectly. So, let's move on to the content part of today's episode. Moving on to the content part of today's episode, I'm really, really looking forward to this. So currently in the world, there are hundreds of millions of stressors, basically. From people sadly losing their jobs, to the tragic people losing their lives, and the pandemic, and the uncertainty of the future. Firstly, I did want to say I hope all of you are truly safe. safe. So hopefully you and your family are safe wherever you are in the world. But equally, there are many stress reducers in the world. For example, taking a walk listen to music, listen to a podcast hopefully, <laughs> and many other things. But it turns out that reading, well, reading is actually the ultimate stress reducer, according to a new study done by the University of Sussex. It says that if you read for as little as six minutes a day, but you need to be reading a book that transports you, puts you into the character's world, then it turns out that this can actually reduce stress by as much as 68%, which I think is amazing. And it's also lowers your heart rate and muscular tension. So these are some really good benefits for just reading a fiction book. 
This, I think, is really, really cool as an author. So, yeah, author, because as soon as I saw this on Twitter, I was going, oh, click it on this article. And it also says that reading as a stress reducer outshone stuff like, for example, having a cup of tea. Very British. You've got to love the, the University of Sussex. Um, listening to music and taking a walk. You know, a walk. And, it actually, and this I found quite interesting was that therapists actually recommend reading to clients. So that I didn't know before, and this is something that I love about podcasting, you are always learning. So this research is actually really good by the University of Sussex, of Sussex, because it shows that reading has a major, major benefit to help lower your stress and the harmful effects of it. Because if you go to conanwhitely.net forward slash books, and if you scroll down a bit, you can see a video of this amazing TED talk that talks about the harmfulness of stress and also how to make stress your friends. Really, really, really recommend that video to everyone. But it also turns out that reading has a lot of other benefits, which I, which there's one of them which I think is quite funny. So, reading can help enhance theory of mind. So, if you read um, developmental psychology second edition, but then you'll find out that theory of mind is a critical skill that helps people to enhance their ability to empathize and also to understand other people and their intentions. This is really important just for everyday life because you need to be able to show empathy and you need to be able to understand people and what they want to do. So you can either help them, be friends and yes, and just the stuff like that. And this is a really interesting one. So people who read books, it turns out, tend to live on average two years longer than non-readers. And this research was published in Social Science and Medicine. And if you go to conwiley.net forward slash blog, then you can find the episode in the references. This I thought was really interesting. And the last one is sort of the funny one. Reading can help build sexual tension, it turns out. And this is, I think, is more if you're reading erotica, romance, or if you're reading a book which has unreloved sexual tension, which I'm going to start including in my new um, fiction series, because it's what people love. And to be honest, when you watch a crime program like I do, it's sort of the constant thing of like, will they get together? Will, will the two main characters get together or not? That actually keeps you watching for a good few series, it turns out. So like my personal egg experience. So I really hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. And if you're not a reader, then maybe this has changed your mind. and Maybe you might start reading. Uh, to be honest, if you read or not, I don't think it matters too much. But it's just that this is an easy way to help reduce your stress. So hopefully this will help you. And hopefully this will increase it your psychological well-being. So but if you want to check out like, my fiction, then please go to connorwhitely.net forward slash sci-fi fantasy. I highly recommend my new winter series, series which you can find on all major ebook platforms. And the first book is free, and that's called Winter's Coming. So have a great day, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to see the show notes, then please go to connorwhitely.net. And if you want a free Ada book psychology box set, then please go to connorwhitely.net. Have a great day and I'll see you next time.